Welcome to the July 23rd, 2020 edition of the Community Engagement Newscast, a daily look into what's happened and what's coming up. Today's edition materializes thanks to the French press, open every day from 7 to 7 in Waynesboro for delicious coffee and light treats. Order in advance on the Clusive app or call ahead at 540-221-6568. See you there at the French press. The number of new cases of COVID-19 in Virginia reported today is 844, a lower number than in recent days. There are another three deaths for a total of 2,054. The rolling seven-day average of positive PCR tests has dropped two-tenths of a percentage point to 7.7%. All localities in the Thomas Jefferson Health District have reported COVID-19 cases today for a total of 47 new cases. That breaks down to 24 in Albemarle, 14 from Charlottesville, 3 from Green, 3 from Fluvanna, 2 from Louisa, and 1 from Nelson. The 7-day positive testing rate in the TJHD is 6.5% today, up 1 from yesterday. The Virginia Department of Health has also begun releasing more historical records in their online data portal. Until now, the VDH has only been presenting each day's information as a snapshot. The Albemarle Board of Supervisors on Wednesday discussed measures to help stop further spread of COVID-19, but stopped short of adopting an emergency measure to adopt necessary regulations to prevent the spread of contagious diseases, which would go beyond what has been authorized by Governor Ralph Northam. Virginia entered into Phase 3 of the Forward Virginia Plan on July 1st, which allowed for indoor restaurant dining and gathering of up to 250 people. Phase 2 placed that at 50, and if you remember, Phase 1 capped that at 10. Some supervisors have expressed concern that staying in Phase 3 will lead to more community spread, especially as more University of Virginia students return to the community. After a lengthy discussion, the supervisors opted not to adopt the ordinance yet, but to further refine some of the potential restrictions. Jeff Richardson is the Albemarle County Executive. So there is consensus with this board to move forward. And unless there is a special meeting of this board, we'll come back on August the 5th and you will take formal vote on this ordinance at your at your regular meeting on August the 5th uh, for adopt, adopting this local emergency ordinance. Supervisor Donna Price of the Scottsville District said the pause will allow more time to make sure the ordinance is correct and that similar measures can be put in place by the city of Charlottesville and UVA. And while I don't believe that we're waiting on permission from anyone else, I think it's very helpful to coordinate as much as we can with our uh, the city of Charlottesville and UVA. For full coverage of the emergency ordinance discussion, read Allison Rabel's story in today's Daily Progress. Centara Martha Jefferson will hold a free testing event today at Washington Park from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. This event is intended for communities of color and registration is not required. Dr. Denise Bonds of the Thomas Jefferson Health District told the Board of Supervisors on Wednesday that both Centara Martha Jefferson and UVA have helped with testing so far, but the future is not clear. I had hoped that UVA would be stepping into the role starting in the next week or so would they, where they would do regular testing events in our community on our behalf. Um, They had a plan set up, and I got an email last night from the Executive Vice President of Health Affairs 
that I think is going to put this in jeopardy a little bit. Dr. Bonds said the plan had been for the University of Virginia to pick up the cost of their own staff time and material costs, but that may no longer be the case. The health director also said that Santara Martha Jefferson has notified her they will not be able to do community testing events after this week. And so what went from really widespread testing availability for our community members has now dropped down to our testing team and the CBS commercial sites. And while I think it's great that CBS is willing to do it, I will just say they send it to Quest Labs and you won't get your result back for 10 days. So, and that's useless. That's not, that doesn't help me if it takes 10 days to get a test result back. We have asked for comment from both the University of Virginia Health System as well as Centara Martha Jefferson, and we'll bring you what they have to say in a future installment. More on this topic on the next episode of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report. The Director of Science, Engineering, and STEM for Charlottesville City Schools has teamed up with a pediatrics professor at the University of Virginia to raise money for education supplies for families who may not have the resources. Nigel Standish and Sana Syed are seeking to raise $30,000 to build boxes with measuring tape, scissors, thermometers, and other scientific tools. According to their GoFundMe page, this would help provide a full year's materials for families in need whose children attend the city's six elementary schools. Today is a quiet day in government meetings. Three separate groups that make up the Places 29 Community Advisory Committees will hold a virtual meeting at 6.30 p.m. to be introduced to Albemarle's new planning director. Charles Rapp recently took over the position after serving in a similar role for the town of Culpeper. In an email sent to community engagement yesterday, Rapp said the county is getting ready for a transportation study of the Rio Road area. Several developments have recently been opposed by nearby residents who have concerns about traffic issues. Some of them will have the chance to raise questions at this meeting. There will also be updates on the county's development dashboards, which are intended to give people a sense of how many more new buildings are on the way. Tomorrow, Preservation Virginia will hold a free webinar on the role of historic preservation in recovering from the COVID-19 pandemic. That event begins at 10 a.m. and registration is required. And that's it for today's installment of the Community Engagement Newscast. We hope that the information you've heard here gives you a little insight into what's happening. And we hope that you'll be back tomorrow and into the future as we all try to make sense of this world that we're living in. I'm Sean Tubbs, and thanks for listening.